Hey, painting pros, welcome to Pro to Pro Contractor Forum, hosted by PPC Magazine. I'm the publisher, Pete Sobek, and I'm joined today by four pros from across the country. Thanks for joining us. Let's meet them now. Hi, I'm Dave Scatoro with Alpine Paint. Hi, my name is Adeline Amaran from Amaran Group, Miami, Florida. Hi, my name is Jason Phillips with Phillips Home Improvements. Hi, my name is Cole Kalea. I'm with Novo Painting and Property Services in Seattle, Washington. As businesses are reopening and operations are resuming, what's working for you now? Uh, have you made any adjustments? If so, what? Well, I would say about two weeks ago, we went from the pause button to the fast forward button. Um, we, we are in full swing. We need to hire about 20 guys in the next month in order to handle all the business that we have, the influx of work. Um, and, and we kind of saw this coming. We knew that we were going to continue to reach out to our customers to make sure that they were comfortable with starting work again. And it was only a matter of time before, you know, things would open back up. There'd be a different feeling of what's going on in the area and people were going to start working again. Now, granted, Pete, there's certain markets where it's still a little uh, uncomfortable. Like, you know, people don't necessarily want you in their offices per se, um, or at least some don't. Um, some people don't want you in their homes. Um, but we found with uh, municipal work, with exterior projects, with anything to do with cleaning or disinfecting, it's, it's full speed ahead. And we're taking advantage of that. And we're, we're trying our best now to, to manage the schedule effectively so that we can continue to provide good quality services and take on and complete all this work that we have before the end of the year. Some people are completely open going about their day-to-day -day, and other people are 100% locked down and they're not leaving their home for any reason. And then there's a lot of people in between. So there's all different levels of how people are coping and adapting to this. And I think something that's really important is to be uh, conscious of that and, and um, not be too opinionated. Um, we're, we're just, when we're dealing with our clients, for example, it's whatever their comfort level is, is, is we're trying to adapt to that, to make them feel like, yes, we have all the safety protocol in place. We're doing everything to protect our team and in turn, protect your team. Our community work is just going, um, it's kind of gaining this momentum um, that has been unreal for us. So for example, um, we're trying to reach out to nonprofits and, and boys and girls clubs, PTAs, um, and really just de uh, develop an initial relationship with them by offering them free disinfecting services to help them prepare their space to allow, uh, to, so they can welcome their community back into their space. And uh, through it, uh, we're, we're developing stronger relationships with our community, thus larger organizations. It's, it's just, I don't know, organically kind of happening like that. Our input goes into community and the output tends to be that I've got a bunch of bids on my, <laughs> my board that I got to go out and get. And it's not like I'm doing anything um, like any more paid advertisements or anything like that. It's, it's really trying to tap into the, the safety component for people and, and what we're willing to do to, do to help them uh, create that safe space. And it helped some of our people to stay positive in the whole thing um, because I think you know mental health is a real thing uh, and and some of our crews who are sitting at home and uh, they just don't have that kind of support I think um, 
when people are asking, hey, how are you doing? How's your family doing? Like, and I think those one-on-one calls through the time were really impactful. Um, and it wasn't anything other than how are you doing, you know? Um, so, you know, looking forward, I think we have a, our, our teams are healthy. They're healthy in mind and spirit right now. And um, um, I'm viewing it as an entrepreneur, looking at opportunities, looking forward to see, hey, man, how can we bob and weave? How do we just not stay complacent in where we are? And how do we adjust and, and be flexible? Some of my crew are down and some haven't been down to be too flexible. And, sure. and uh, you know, we're, we're working through it and we're really seeing this as a time to strengthen, uh, strengthen our teams and strengthen our, our mission and what we're, what we're doing out there and, and the why. In my particular case, I just opened up the business like four years ago by myself and it's been tough and hard. And now what I'm doing is like, things got to have a great team. And I'm so proud of that. Um, you know, we're also, what I'm doing is like, I have like all my equipments and what I'm doing is I'm offering the, you know, my customers to, you know, rental, you know, doing some repairs, you know, now there's a lot of rain. So I'm doing something else outside of painting. And, you know, all my team is like, we're here, whatever you need. And so we're doing something else. I'm renting my equipment. You know, I'm, they say, we're painters, but we have we will do whatever it takes. So I'm very proud of that and all the support that I'm getting from my team. We shifted uh, my my uh, my VP set up a virtual uh, studio uh, for our for project consultants, salespeople to uh, present remotely via Zoom. He set all that up. We adapted our call center scripts so that. Um, you know, now we were giving people another option. You don't want us in your home sitting at the kitchen table. So we, we adapted our scripts on the phone to, you know, to set their mind at ease based on kind of like what Dave said, you know, what is their comfort level? Well, we could, you know, we can do it at your kitchen table. We could, we could do it remotely on a, on a second meeting or gosh, we could just sit down at your patio table if you prefer. And quite frankly, most people ended up choosing the patio table here in Texas than, than the, than the remote meeting or the virtual meeting. And so, uh, we, we also, so we shift, we shifted our sales strategy and our call center strategy. We also um, shifted our marketing strategy. You know, when you have something like this, that that's threatening to cut off the lifeblood of your business. And in my business, the lifeblood is the leads and the cash. It's like, it's like the red and white blood cells in the body and the blood. And so uh, what we did is uh, we said, okay, we are going to, begin executing things in marketing that we can bring to fruition within one calendar week. And we need to, we need to do things that are going to move the needle. And we also said, now here's the next thing. We don't want to just go do something in marketing that's going to move the needle this week. We want to create a process that's going to be evergreen because guess what? This will pass. For us, um, you know, our facilities um, where we're serving essential clients, uh, essential businesses, um, they're still operating. And so we see opportunities in there where um, actually their work has picked up in previous years um, than, than previous years because the facilities are empty. Um, and now that the, maybe the, the initial um, fear is kind of out of there and people are, are, are looking to get back and get people back in, um, the question is um, how do you make the occupants of the buildings feel safer? Um, it's about safe place, you know, it's a safe space. Uh, 
um, our, our marketing and, and what we did to retool to that um, uh, and that concept um, really has resonated with, with people because corporate facilities are, have phased in plans to bring people back in. Well, they got to get their facility ready, right, to get people back in. Um, we're seeing exterior residentials uh, um, amongst clientele who tend to be white-collared worker and retirees um, still going, right? Like they've got they've got the funds to to um, keep their projects on the boards and, and keep moving. And so what we're what we're trying to do is first off look at our existing relationships and see who falls into those categories and pay not not uh, pay a little extra attention to them and 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 have more frequent conversations about their plans of reopening for example um, and how we can assist them in those plans to reopen have you found yourself I don't know, prep the jobs differently, uh, coach your team differently, um, assure your customers of safety protocols or your crew educate them on what, you know, best practices and. Absolutely. You know, there's, I, I see there's two, two areas here. There's one, there's really being safe. And the other one is making sure that the customer sees that you're being safe. And those aren't always the same thing. And we want to, like Dave said, we want to, we want to set their mind at ease. No, we're here to serve you. We're, we care about safety too. And so we, we ask a lot more questions and see what their comfort level is. And uh, generally, we, we've, you know, when it comes to the exterior uh, projects, it really hasn't, hasn't, been a, hasn't been a problem. And those exterior projects, most of them, they see them as a need. I mean, they've got rotten wood. They're worried they're yeah. going to get mold in their walls, water in their house, or, you know, and, and you, like on our roofing projects, you know, you get water coming in your roof, in your ceiling, you're going to get something done about it. So the main thing for us is just communicating, yes, we're open, we're here to serve you, and, uh, and we're going to be safe. Okay, all you pros that tuned in, thank you, and be sure to check into the next Pro to Pro Forum, where we'll be talking about the importance of leadership and managing cash. See you then.